Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, presented by PJ Dick. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello, and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association, checking in from uh, the lovely town of Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. I got my hot tea next to me in the uh, Quandle Studio audience, and or not the audience, what am I saying? The Quandle Studio, and I'm ready to speak to the audience and give them what they want, another great episode. And joining me as always, co-host Chris Martin. Chris, what's going on? Hey, John. I'm not as sophisticated as you. I just have water today. I, I'm not there yet. I, I had my tea earlier this morning, so... Right. Well, uh, I'll have to I'll have to adjust, I guess. But uh, hey, everyone, uh, this is Chris Martin, and I am uh, president of Atlas Marketing, and we tell stories for people who build things. And like John, coming at you from the the Quandle Studios in the central P- central Pennsylvania, I am in the Stalwart Insurance Studio in the lovely village of Sewickley. And for uh, a reminder. Stalwart to Health Benefits and Workers' Compensation Consultancy, and their fo- their focus is in on improving working capital through stronger management of a company's insurance spend. Check them out at stalwartinsurance.com. And uh, with us today, uh, speaking of uh, insurance, uh, a way to ensure uh, great success with your customers is like DJ like Craven. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. I, I like what you did there. Insurance, insure. That was nice there. Smooth. Good stuff. A little, little pun there. A little pun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of that without tea, too. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but with us today is DJ Craven, and he is from the Gilday Group out of Meadville, PA. Welcome, DJ. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Welcome, yeah. DJ. Glad, glad you're on the show, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll, I think, because... I know he's fired up. He sounded fired up in the in the pre-call here. And Chris is always ready to go. Chris is always out, man. Yeah, he's always firing on all cylinders. So. <laughs> That's great. And I'm ready too here. So today we're talking customer service, you know, as it relates to to our industry and how customer service can help with project outcomes. You know, everything. Everything that customer service entails here. So welcome, DJ. Yes, thank you. Again, yeah, thanks for having me. Let's start. Let's take a step back first before we jump into the topic here. And uh, you just want to introduce yourself and let the let the crowd know who is DJ. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a quick dissertation and uh, give me a flag if I start going long winded because I have a tendency (laughs) to do that. So um, as you mentioned, my name is DJ Craven. Um, We're in Meadville, Pennsylvania. That's northwest Pennsylvania. I have basically grown up here my entire life, went to high school here in Meadville. Uh, I went to college at Barron, which is just 35 minutes up the road, Penn State Barron, branch campus up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, spent a short time in North Carolina. Um, just after I graduated, went down there. Actually, had a pretty interesting job. I climbed cell phone towers for two years all around the country. So that was nice. pretty interesting. Um, very, uh, very good experience. I call it a fun job. I followed my wife um, down there. She got her graduate degree at NC State. We graduated uh, college at the same time, or undergrad. And then we both came back home. Um, you know, it turns out that uh, it's good to be close to grandparents um, because they're cheap labor. Um, so <laughs> we um, we came back, we relocated to, to Erie, um, Pennsylvania. I then worked for um, some of you guys might in the audience might know uh, William T. Spader. They're a mechanical contractor, fairly large out of, out of Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, so we lived in Erie for about six years. Uh, my wife works at Mercer 
Rutgers University. She's a professor there. Nice. And then um, probably about six years into it, my in-laws company um, is also in construction. Um, they're typically, they were been a, a general construction company um, that would be encompassed of the Gilday Group. And it's my in-laws, like I mentioned, in my in-laws company, and we've been around for 61 years. So my brother-in-law and I would represent third generation uh, in our company. And we actually have a group of companies. Um, quick little background story about us um, in general. Again, we are typically a general contractor. Started out in the building trades. Um, Good Day uh, Construction is the is the was the founding company. Um, again, by my wife's grandfather, 61 years ago, and they worked for you know the schools and some industrial work, uh, that kind of thing um, here locally uh, in Northwest Pennsylvania. Um, ultimately, they had two sons, um, one of them, which is my father-in-law, and they ended up uh, continuing in the business. Um, they grew it to Pipeline Systems, which worked with utilities initially, um, some small gas line, um, some of the shallow wells around here turned into water uh, lines, turned into sewer lines, which then we combined the uh, good day forces of concrete and, and different type of um, works in there to the piping and pipeline systems and then doing full-blown municipality um, wastewater and water treatment uh, facilities. So that was um, kind of the transition for pipeline systems. Then in about 2008 to 2010, um, Marcellus uh, came to town, um, yep. so to speak, or we found it um, one awesome, way or the awesome other. Industry. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, and again, we've been doing gas lines since the 80s. And um, Mark and Roger, which would be my father-in-law, the, the, the two brothers, the second generation, kind of looked at each other. They're in their 50s, late, mid-50s. Do we want to go after this? Kind of seems like a young man's game. Well, fortunately, uh, I guess for us, my brother-in-law was just graduating from from school. Um, do you want to do this or do you not want to do this? Was he was posed with that question, and he said yes. So he and um, his uncle decided to start beating on doors and and starting going into there. So we started laying uh, pipeline while we're still doing all the other building trades and municipal work, kind of concurrently, kind of again booms and buses, all the industries do. After that, I came into the picture um, because of my mechanical background for the facilities in the energy industry specifically, basically processing all the gas. So putting in the foundation, putting in the piping, setting the equipment, um, that's kind of where I got brought into and kind of led that division, um, you know, so to speak. We have since really the energy industry obviously is, is downturned, um, as everybody knows here, um, you know, recently. And we've just continued to diversify ourselves um, into and kind of back into more of building trades to the schools and the banks and the churches and, and those type of works, um, specifically even more on the private sector. Um, there's one other major company. It's called Gilcon, which is just Gilday Construction kind of slammed together. And Gilcon has really taken off here recently. We've been able to work in basically northwest Pennsylvania um, and with a lot of our forces that are multi-talented. We have, we always say we've got pipeline systems employee number one and number two. Too. They've been here for almost 40 years um, yeah. and they can almost do anything, right? They can they can sweep the floors, they can weld pipe, they can drive truck, they can get in an excavator. It's it's just, you know, that's how it works on a family-owned business. You have those people that are core guys and um, we've got some of those, you know, next generation, um, you know, people that uh, have worked with my wife's grandfather and now have worked with my father-in-law and uncle-in-law. And then, you know, now that we get to work with them and then their kids will come along and that's yeah. kind of what makes the world go around in, in, in construction. So, that's kind of a little bit about where we are now. Um, so my my brother and I are managing it with my father-in-law and uncle. Um, we have 
gotten up to in the boom um we were up to 350 employees at one time realized that that's way too much to manage for us that we would rather not have um so we have right-sized ourselves here recently over the last three years and we're down to you know under 75 um at this point and and, and getting more back into our sweet spot um gotcha. of just the right size and things so that's kind of a little bit about me um personally i've got three kids uh, eight six and four yeah. Um, as I mentioned, both my wife and I are from town. Um, so, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of me. I'm active in sports, but, uh, other than that, that's, uh, construction is, is the work. Cool. So we got the, the intro out of the way. We got the commercial out of the way with all the different companies. Uh, <laughs> so what do you say we get right to work here and talk, talk one of, uh, mine and Chris's favorite topics, customer service. Every time I hear, you know, customer service or people talk about it, I always go back to my days in the Navy. Uh, I served in the mid-90s. And the Admiral for the Eastern Fleet, Admiral Cat, came. And it's a big deal, you know, when the top, when the top Naval officer yeah. comes to visit you and talks to your staff. And uh, at the time, I was up for some award or something. So I had, like, one-on-one -on -one time with this. So this is, like, amazing. I'm sitting there with Admiral Katz, you know, and... And uh, he said, here's some words of advice for you. He goes, every aspect of your life, whether personal or work or what have you, customer service plays a role. And it's just, you know, nice to be good to people. You don't know who knows who, whatever. So customer service is very important in life. Always remember that. And then he said something that always stuck with me. He said, the thing I like to live by is anyone can say no. Any Joe Schmo off the street could say no. It takes a, a leader, it takes someone intelligent to explain why they're telling customers no. And customers appreciate that approach, you know. So I just wanted to throw that out there and uh, let Admiral Katz, wherever he is in the world, know I'm thinking of him and I appreciate <laughs> that meeting back 25 years ago or so. <laughs> it had an impact. It did have an impact. So, but yeah, let's hear your uh, thoughts on the topic and uh, just kind of. Where do we go from here? What do we want to talk about customer? It's such a big topic. So yeah, it is right. It's such a big topic and you kind of hit it right on the head. I mean, you know, I guess I'd start with, you know, I, I heard, you know, a long time ago, I don't know who necessarily said it and I'm sure even who I heard it from didn't say it the first time, but you know, doing the right thing is always the right thing. And, you know, that always just rung true to me and, and, and certainly our family uh, business. And, um, you know, fortunately my family and my in-laws family really align uh, well. And, you know, customer service, as you mentioned, is not just in construction. Um, it is. It's in our everyday life. I mean, it can be everything from holding the door open to the person behind you going into the grocery store to, you know, dealing with a client that you got a deadline tomorrow and all of a sudden you got a pipe break. I mean, again, just as an example, um, you know, so it, it really does. It does live everywhere. And, and I just like to try to try to model that. Um, you know, one thing that, you know, customer service has is it just has that element of, as I mentioned, kind of doing the right thing. And it's not the easiest thing, right? I mean, it, it customer service is not necessarily doing the easiest way out. Typically, yeah. it's kind of the hard way out, right? I mean, a lot of times it's something that you really just got to focus on. Um, well, okay, well, they are my customer and I still got to still got to go that go that route. So that's kind of the opening stance, I guess, that I would think. I mean, again, it, it kind of just right with you were saying, John, it's just it's it lives everywhere. And I know Chris is jumping off his seat, ready to jump in. He loves this topic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, it's I like what you said. Doing the right thing is always the right thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong by that. And, and you know, to add to, to the conversation, I know there's one thing that my father always told me is always be honest with yourself. 
And, and I always take that um, a little bit further. And um, I say to my kids now, be honest with yourself and be comfortable with what that response is. And I think that kind of goes along with customer service as well. And it, what, what intrigues me about this topic and, and, and DJ, when you, when you came to us, you know, and, and brought this topic, I thought, Oh my God, you know, why haven't we spoken about this before? Yeah. <laughs> but the reality of it is, is for the longest time, I mean, when you think customer service and, and no offense to anyone that works in the construction industry, but you, you don't really think of that. That's right. not one of the first like five or six adjectives that you come out and talk about. So what, I, what I'd like to do is, DJ, I'll throw it back to you and say, you know, why do you think that customer service is so important in the industry and more importantly what are the benefits yeah absolutely and and then you kind of that's a perfect segue it's almost like we talked before because we didn't um <laughs> is that I, I i would agree with you that i've always thought of that here recently um it's just kind of come into my mind and we're typically a commercial contractor moving more into a a residential um you know firm uh for a couple clients again specific not typically but construction you don't think of it being customer service but it really is right i mean you have a customer and you're servicing them we are a service providing entity an industry we're not it's not really much of a product i mean we're not manufacturing um so you look at the word and we're servicing a customer that's exactly what we're doing i mean it's no different than what you would think any other typical industry would be for customer service so that's why I guess I thought it was so much of a unique um, tying it to construction. Um, the other point I would say, and again, getting to some of the benefits I, I will hear in a minute, Chris, is that as a general contractor or as a contractor that has any kind of people that work underneath them, any kind of subcontractor, any vendor, I always think of it as a, a general contractor is in a V shape, all right? And we're at the bottom of the V. We have our clients on the one side and we've got all of our subs and vendors on the other side. And then somewhere in there is our employees. And we're down here at the bottom. All uh, you know what rolls downhill and we're down at the bottom because we get to catch everything. <laughs> because not only do we have to appease our customer and the customer service, quote unquote, up the hill, we also have to appease them down the hill. Yes, we've got contracts. Yes, you can get lawyers involved, but nobody likes lawyers, right? You've got to have a good relationship with every single one of your subs because as a general contractor, if you don't have good subs, and especially in the building trades world, you don't have a good project and you don't have ultimately yeah. a happy customer, which is uphill. So you, we sit at the bottom of this V, which is extremely what customer service is because you, you, you have no choice with the customer is always right. And sometimes that word customer is not who necessarily who you think it is. And that's kind of where, where I like to think about it from a construction to customer service. That's kind of the way that we like to think about it. That is a really good explanation because I'll be honest, I've, not, I've never thought of customer service as a, as a V. And that's just something else to, to add to the kind of the mix here. And, and I think that was fantastic, TJ. Thank you. That, that yeah. was really good. I like that. Yeah, no um, doubt. So some of those benefits, just again, just to maybe kind of tick off a couple of the things is that, you know, all of that does is, it, in my opinion, again, I don't know if you're going to love this or not, Chris, but for me, that builds brand, right? Because yeah. what you're doing as a customer service, any kind of industry is you're trying to build brand because you want them to come back right? That's what you want. You want them to come back. So it's not about short-term sales. It's not short-term money right now of, well, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to pay you that extra 500 bucks for that little change over there that the owner's not going to pay me for. Just, you know, screw you. I'm going to keep that because I want, I'm, I want that money right. and I deserve that money. It's like, well, no, if I give you 500 bucks later, that might work tenfold for me on the next project or later on that project. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a concept that 
you have your traditional, you know, school builders and your public public contractors. And when the public sector slows down and those contractors jump over and start doing private work, that's a concept that's tough for them to pick up, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not used to that world, you know, repeat clients and uh, and and you see it play right. out a lot. So Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would not be offended by the fact that you said you're building brand. I that hey, man, <laughs> you're you're telling my kind of story, pal. I mean, yeah. it's easy. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, you're right though too, because again, you know, we're we're kind of in this flux or this this space in the industry that is in between. You know, it, I hate to say it, DJ, you're younger than I am. So, uh, you know, there's there is this age gap, and people older than me, I'm 50. People older than me look at it as I'm going to beat you down and get as much as I can. Yeah. Then there's kind of this middle ground, and then there's a younger generation that's saying, "Wait a second, there's you know we're gonna we're gonna get so much further along with you know we're gonna get more more um, bees with honey than we are with with sugar." Um, type of an or, or I don't know, I screwed that up. You know what I'm trying to say? Hundred um, percent. I got it. Don't but, worry. <laughs> uh, good. Thank you. I'm glad somebody understands it because I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet now. But uh, <laughs> but the point is, we're starting to hear more of these kinds of kinds of conversations for within the industry, and I think it's only going to help push push things forward for. Uh, like John, like you said, the, that public and the private yeah. world and, and those type of things, kind of uniting those aspects. So I, this is this is spot on for me. I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and another thing, just again, from a customer service standpoint, you know, you're looking at it from like that V standpoint, you know, down here in the middle, probably around 2018, I got more into the management of our company here. And since then, I had worked for somebody else, right? I worked two years down in, in North Carolina. I worked about five or six years for a family-owned company. They were going from third to fourth generation. Again, I've been around for over 100 years. And I was a project manager. So you understand the management of business, but you don't understand it, right? I mean, because you you, you get like we need to make this kind of mar markup so that somebody's happy and I don't get fired. And, you know, you, you know, you only get to learn so much, which I get it. Right. I mean, again, we don't share every little details with every single person in our company for obvious reasons, but as a management of a company or as an owner of a company, you're also down in that V right? Yeah. Because again, you've got all of your employees, you've got your customers, you've got your subs. I mean, it's almost a three-dimensional V in some sort of manner, because the reality is you work for all of the people that ultimately yep. work for you, right? I mean, as an employer, all my employees, all of our employees, they, I work for them because yeah. if, if it was the other way around, well, you'd never get anything done and, or yeah. they wouldn't stick around very long. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So that, that's the other thing that I like to, I like to put in there is that, you know, management ownership and, you know, again, it doesn't have, don't have to be owner, owner of a company. You can be the manager again, as you mentioned, I'm, I got a baby face. I am 36. Most people won't, might not believe it, but I am 36. <laughs> I've done plenty of projects with people that are in their sixties, ready to retire union pipe fitter. And I go out there and I gain the respect and I can't even turn a wrench. Right. So it, it's 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 a, it's how you do it. Right. And again, yeah. in my opinion, you could classify that as customer service. And my relationship for somebody who's 30 years older than me, been doing whatever he's doing longer than I'm alive. And somehow I've got to work with him to say, I know that that's how you normally do it. But I think we can do it faster this way. But saying in a way that he can get his buy in. And that's not easy to do. Yeah, do you, absolutely. Do you find, yeah, absolutely. Along with, you know, the discussions and the coaching and mentoring do you find also like the uh lead by example because i get a sense from you, you you know i get a leadership sense from you and and you you know do things the right way yeah and 
you know, do you get a sense that lead by example is effective in your company and 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 within your subs too, your sub community and your employees and yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody does things a little differently. Um, we're nice in our specific company that we have everybody that does things a little bit differently. Um, my natural instinct is lead by example. That's just, yeah. I mean, you hit it right on the head. I mean, it could not have been more accurate to lead to me. Um, that that's how I lead. It's just, it's how I am. Um, I'm not, um, I'm not any other way, but definitely lead by example. I mean, again, this is not a toot my own horn, but it's just to give you an example. I'm in the first one here in the morning for a reason, right? I mean, I'm not here because I, yes, I need to get things done. And yes, I'm the one that goes to some of the golf outings and I need to be here because I need to make up the time, but I'm here, you know, you're here just to lead for that exact reason. Lead by example, doing things the right way, treating everybody in this building the same way as anybody else, right? I mean, that's, 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 you nailed it right on the head. Yeah. So DJ, are, are there things that when it comes to customer service from your perspective that you try to avoid Yes. Um, the very, very thing that comes right to my head is non-communication is what I try to avoid. Uh, I think customer service is 100% going to be a successful relationship is if you communicate. And that's like anything in our life. I mean, that's like with your spouse, with somebody you date with, with your kids, with your grandmother, with your mom. It doesn't matter who it is. You got to have communication and customer service fails in a non-communication relationship. Absolutely. I'm going to touch on two comments here. You know, early on, I believe DJ said about something along the lines of you could just go the easy route or whatever, go the easy way, yeah. but you need, you need obstacles, you need challenges. And if I can just plug a book I just got yesterday, I started reading, <laughs> the obstacle is the way, and I'm a couple of chapters into it and so far so good. And, and it, sounds as if you have this approach in your life, you know, like you, you, you can't avoid conflicts. You can't avoid obstacles. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, what I'll I do myself, I live this book, you know, it just some, it sounds like you live it that way too. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just the perfect thing. And again, I just, um, so we had our, our patriarch of our, of our company of 61 years, unfortunately suddenly passed away in 2020 in April, right. Um, in February, seven weeks before he passed away, I went down and I did an interview with him for about an hour. And one of the things that he said in that interview is, and again, I'm paraphrasing here, it's, it's on YouTube, you can go look it up. Yeah. But basically what he says is that if, if, if you did something and it was easy, well, that ain't shit. It's basically what he said. Because the only things that are good are, and I don't know if I can swear on this thing or not, but the only things that are good <laughs> are the ones that are actually challenging, right? I mean, yeah. and it doesn't it feel so much better to actually have a challenge? I mean, if everybody could climb to Mount Everest, Mount Everest wouldn't be Mount Everest. Yeah. That's why people play golf and don't play golf. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the uh, the football team and the football coach that says, guys, we have to embrace the suck, you know? <laughs> There's a preseason for a reason. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> DJ, this is my last question for you. What do you see are some challenges that contractors, owners, architects, engineers, anyone in the industry, what are challenges that they may face as it relates to improving their customer service approach? Yeah, I think um, I think sometimes we can't get our ego out of the way. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it, especially in my world when I run into other general contractors. Typically a general contractor, again, not a pre you know, doesn't have to be a pre prerequisite, but Typically, general contractors have a lot of ego. They want to be the boss. They want to be the big guy. They want to be everything else. And I think a lot of times ego can get in the way. 
The other thing that I always say, and again, this doesn't have to do with customer service, but I think it's a big thing is judgment. You only can do as good as you can do. You're doing the best you can. You're the only one that knows whether you're doing as good as you can. But if you did the best you can, don't judge yourself. Chalk it up to a loss and move on. What are you going to do? I mean, you know, Marty McFly is not coming by with a DeLorean to go back and do it again, right? All you can do is learn from it and move and move on. 36 years old and he's quoting Marty McFly. You got to love it. I, <laughs> <laughs> He respects the classics. <laughs> this is fantastic. And more importantly, DJ's from from the Erie Meadville area. And you're our first guest that has come on from that area. So hopefully we can uh, we can we can use this to kind of plant the flag in in, in northeastern uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm glad to be the Northwestern. Part. What am I thinking? Northwestern. Northwestern yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Especially after the fact that you just referred to Back to the Future and I just completely screwed that. So yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's been really enjoyable. This has been awesome. I, I, yeah, I this really liked it. Well, DJ, uh, joining us today has been DJ Craven with the Gilday Group out of Meadville. And, and I think, uh, you know, as you anyone can agree by listening to this episode, DJ is clearly a leader in our industry and is going to be doing some great things in the future. So uh, thank you for joining us. And hopefully uh, you and, and some others from the Bill Day group can, can join us in the future. Absolutely. Anytime. Really appreciate it, fellas. Thanks, DJ. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Building PA podcast presented by PJ Dick. To stay up to date, Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.